This Rise and Shine podcast series has been made possible by the generosity of the Zeitelman Family Foundation, which is committed to the unity and continuity of the Jewish people through meaningful and relevant Jewish education and wisdom. Abraham was told by God, Lech Lecha, go for yourself, for a place I will show you, the original call to mindfulness, to decide each of you what you believe, what we think, who we wish to be. This is Rise and Shine, a podcast that offers timeless wisdom and uplifting meditations to fill your heart, feed your soul, and start your day on a positive note. Here is Adrian Gold Davis. Okay, I have a favorite story, which I think holds the secret to the Jewish principle of going to yourself, or in Hebrew, lech lecha. It illustrates how often we blindly follow the traditions of our families and our communities and even our countries without ever really examining for ourselves if those things are who we are, who we want to be. And it goes like this. One day, a woman's preparing a roast beef with her six-year-old daughter. She's sitting beside her. She's carefully inserting garlic cloves into the slits on the meat surface, right? And she rubs it with a fine paste of mustard and herbs, and she lays down her cubed potatoes on the bottom of the roasting pan, and she takes her sharpest meat cleaver and goes bang, bang, and cuts the ends off both ends of the roast beef and sets them aside. She turns on the oven and places the whole pan in for roasting, and her daughter turns to her and says, Ma, why do you cut the ends off the roast beef? You know, I don't know, sweetie, replied her mother. Well, that's what my mother always did. So maybe call grandma and ask her why. And so with her mother's help, the little girl calls her grandma and asks her. She says, Grandma, why do you cut the ends off the roast beef when you cook it? Because mommy just did that. And I asked her and she says, that's because you always did it. And the grandmother laughed and said, Ah, sweetheart, I also do it because my mother did it like that. So call your booby and ask her. And so blessed with a grandmother and a great-grandmother, the girl once again asks her mom to dial her booby. And when the booby answers, she says, Booby, I'm making dinner with mommy. She cut the ends off her roast beef. And when I asked her why, she said it was that that was what her mom did. So then I called grandma and she said that that's what you did. So, Booby, why do we cut the ends off the roast beef before we cook it? Oi, Shepsula, sweetheart, she said. It's because it didn't fit in my pan. <laughs> I love that. You know, for many of us, the sound of Tevya hollering, tradition, tradition. It's, that's our link to our behaviors and our practices. And yet some, if not many, of these practices are specific only to our family of origin. And they often have no deeper meaning than, uh, sorry, the meat didn't fit in the pan. But we blindly follow those traditions because it feels comfortable and familiar. The devil we know, as it were. If you had a mother, for example, who was a screamer, there's a really good chance that she had a parent who was a screamer. And back it goes, generation to generation, an exposure to traits that we often defend, you know, like this. This is who I am. I've always been a screamer. My mom's a screamer. My grandmother's a screamer. I'm a screamer. Stop focusing on my delivery and listen to what I'm saying. Oh, boy, I just gave you a window into my old self. 
Well, the problem with disloyalty to family ways is that, for example, screaming at someone is not a Jewish value. Patience and forbearance, positive judgment, choosing silence over raging, those are Jewish values. But we figure that we're entitled, either consciously or unconsciously, to emulate those traits. We even get attached to them. They're like family heirlooms, for good or for bad. So back to Lech Lecha. The first Jewish couple were Abraham and Sarah. Abraham was told by God, Lech Lecha, go to or go for yourself. Leave your country, leave your community, leave your father's house for a place I will show you. It was the original call to mindfulness. The original command that God asks all of us as Jews to do, and that is to examine our behaviors for their authenticity and their unconscious reactive nature. To set aside not just cultural norms or community norms, but also the norms of your father's house and to decide, each of you, what you believe, what we think, who we wish to be. Now, This dynamic can cut both ways, of course. Sometimes we reject the customs and traditions of our family just because, or as they say in Hebrew, dafka. Often young people will reject beautiful, meaningful, and holy practice in an attempt to make their own path, as if nothing that they've learned in their homes has value. Why? Because they didn't come up with it. Sometimes a young person will appear to move very, very far from family of origin norms or expectations, not because they examine them so closely, but because it's their way of differentiating. And in those cases, very often, when the child is loved unconditionally, even when they seem so far from what they came from, they will often return to the very place they once rejected. Sometimes a child is so fundamentally different from the family that they're in that they simply must blaze their own unique trail. And sometimes they do it to save their own lives. Just as toddlers' first power struggles, like around food and eating or simply just saying, no, no, is your first glimpse of this. But in a two-year-old, we worry less because we know it's a stage. We discipline and consequence, but as long as the struggle gets our attention, even negative attention, the nose will continue. Each of us has to go to ourselves, hopefully in a way that's sensitive and respectful of the family we came from, But what does it mean when God asks us, as he asked Abraham, to go to or go for ourselves? So the message here is to go to our best, highest, and holiest selves, to achieve our fullest potential as a compound creature who is a soul with a body, to bring heaven down to earth and elevate the earthly up to the heaven. And there is only one objective route to this state that is not family of origin based and is truly an objective, non-contingent first cause. And that is Torah. That is why we study Torah, to learn what is objectively considered a human being's highest level of decency, morality, and direction. Because otherwise, we are often cutting the ends off our roast beef because a pan two generations ago was too small. 
this week. Can you examine where in your life you're cutting the ends off the roast, perhaps for no good reason? Can you examine even your country's norms, your community's norms, the norms you grew up with, and decide whether you are yourself or a reactive soul puppeting the past? Can you look at what Jewish wisdom teaches us about the value and unique proposition and entity that is each and every one of our souls? Each of us unique, each of us different, with different work to do, each of us glorious. Here's to not wasting good prime grade A meat and to examining the containers we force ourselves into. Could it be time to purchase a new pan? Thanks for listening to Rise and Shine. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe to Momentum Podcasts on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Join Adrian again next time for more timeless wisdom and uplifting meditations that fill your heart, feed your soul, and start your day on a positive note. This podcast was sponsored by the Zeitelman Family Foundation. Spread the wisdom. Inspire Jewish individuals around the globe by supporting Momentum's podcasts. To sponsor, contact podcast at MomentumUnlimited.org. You're listening to a Momentum podcast. For unlimited inspiration, wisdom, and empowerment, visit MomentumUnlimited.org.